Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, for this week. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you, Lord, for using us, me and Tony, this week. Using our voices to bring clarity, to bring correction, to make, bring confirmation for people's lives, even for pastors, even meeting with so many people. And your Holy Spirit touching their lives, Lord. We pray today for your spirit to take over, to bring clarity, to bring more understanding of your words, of your scripture by doing this Bible study, Lord. Bless yeah. our hearts, bless our lives. In the name of Yeshua, Amshiha. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. To allow us to grow in his wisdom. Yeah. Thanks, God. Yeah, let me share the screen and tell you how I do Bible studies to encourage you to do it also about Shabbat. So remember the website I gave to you, sefria.org? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is mostly a good resource, so I write here Shabbat. And I do the research. And then this page will come up. I won't read it all, but give you an idea what is Shabbat. And the main question, did Jesus observe Shabbat or not? Correct? Mm -hmm. So any, any source you want to search is Sifriya, literally in Hebrew means Jewish library. Library. S-E-F-A-R-I-A. Sifriya means library. Of course, we have all the libraries of all the Jewish library all together all the jewish books not only the old testament everything we talked about the talmud the mishnah the sidurim the targum which is the a lot a lot but anyway these are also includes the mishnah which i put shabbat look what came jewish calendar shabbat falls every seventh of the week of course everyone knows what is shabbat from friday just before sunset until dark on saturday night of course the days in ancient times in jewish calendar is different than the days today mm -hmm. today we follow the romans in jewish times the day starts with the sun set all the way to the sunset next day so Jesus was on the cross, like three days. It's different calculations. The fourth day of the watch of the night, whenever there is hours in the scripture, the fourth hours, the third hour, the fourth hour is from the sun, all right, from the sun coming down, the sunset. So Shabbat is from the sunset to the sunset next days. Recognize God as creator of the universe and the redeemer of Israel from Egypt. It spoke about the big day today in Israel. Shabbat is observed only by religious Jews. Some secular Jews preserve Shabbat, which means only they go to the meal. They don't do it strictly because most Israel is secular. So if you are in a traditional Jewish family, you join your family in a Shabbat meal, which is a very festival meal, okay? Because all day they're supposed to cease, not to work, and to rest. So the meal takes preparation to ensure that Shabbat is the most special day of the week. And this is from the Talmud here. Anyway, they said about, there is Shammai here. We read the word Shammai. So it's very important, Shammai here, because there are two schools in Jesus' time. 
Shammai School and Hillel School. Have you heard about this before, the School of Shammai and the School of Hillel? It's on the chosen. Excellent. So let's explain <laughs> a little bit the difference between the Shammai School and and the <clears throat> Hillel. The Hillel School. And which, and which school did Jesus go yeah, with? Yeah, and that's right. And that will lead us to which school did Jesus go? Andre, what was the second one? Shammai and what? Hillel. Hillel. Okay, Hillel. I thought you were saying Hillel, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, these Hillel. are famous rabbis, the names of the famous rabbis. Two main right. And both, both rabbis, these are Jewish, not only rabbis, scholars that existed in the first century. And they have an important figure in Judaism. And in all the rabbinic literature and the Mishnah. Okay, because the Mishnah was compiled 200 AD according to these schools. So Beit Shammai, they call it. Beit Shammai. Beit means house. All right. And Shammai from Shammai, from heaven. Okay, but it happened to be the name of the rabbi. And... Shammai school, you have to know, was very, very strict, okay? Like, it took literal interpretations of the Jewish law. And the Hillel was more flexible in interpretations. One example, Shammai says and believed the disciples, the students, should be admitted to study Torah only only the worthy students, only the educated students should become disciples, only the serious one. And they spend years in Beit Midrash to study. But the Hillel believed that Torah may be taught by anyone. And you don't, you need only to spend to repent, and then you become worthy. And we know all the disciples of Jesus were from the Hillel school. So Jesus was from the Hillel school which means much more flexible than the Shammai school. And that would lead us to Shabbat. But it was coming up, I was watching, I'm like obsessed with the book of Acts. I was watching the whole AD series, the TV show from yes. the Bible people from 10 years. So I was watching it and then going back and referencing, okay, what's actually in the scriptures versus what's biblical, like fiction. Um, but something that I've always wondered, right? So it's like Jesus came to fulfill the law. So, but then Jewish people today that have not accepted Jesus as the Messiah, what, how are they still not? So then if, if there's no perfect blood of the lamb that's come to fulfill that, why are they no longer doing animal sacrifices if it's in their Torah? I, I tell you. The Jewish today are so much way different than Judaism in the first century. And also so, in the first century, there was a temple, Tony. Now there is no temple. So how are they going to do it? This is why yeah, they wanted to. They had a center place for worship. They had the Jerusalem. They had the temple. Uh, God's, God was like in their midst in a specific place. But now there is no place. So they're dispersed. No, no sacrifices. This is why they want to build the temple to go yeah. back to the sacrificial, like you're you're saying. But again, there is acts that Jesus would do 
that for Hillel, he's not breaking Shabbat, but for Shammai, he's breaking Shabbat. So it depends how religious. Shammai was more liberal. Sorry, Hillel was more liberal. Shammai was more conservative. So so again, it's very important to know that that this is, yeah. Yeah, would you think that if you were to, I don't know, categorize people in one of these camps today, if they're anything at all, they would be more Hillel? Mm. I'll give you an example to make it clear. Yes, right. I'll give you an example to make it more clear. Let's say Shammai would say the city limits of Jerusalem is the walls of Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Half a mile. So if you go outside, you're breaking Shabbat, the walls of Jerusalem. Whereas for old, when you say the walls, are you talking about the old city? First century, yes. First oh, century, century. Walls, walls of the old city. But for Hillel, the city limits of Jerusalem, for example, is Bethpage. Remember, Jesus stopped at Bethpage and took the donkey. So for for the Hillel, it's much more further. You can reach the eastern neighborhoods of Jerusalem. And on the mountain, there is a small village with pitch. So that's as far as you can go on Shabbat. So that's just a, one example. That's interesting. Okay. How, so Shammai, make... yeah, how Shammai is more strict, whereas Hillel is more liberal. So when Jesus does miracles, for example, like by the school of Hillel, he's not breaking Shabbat. But by the school of Shammai, yes, he is breaking Shabbat. Hmm. Miracles, so for him to heal on the Sabbath, he wasn't breaking the law if it was Hillel law, but he was breaking Shammai law. Exactly. exactly. So the ones who came against him, Sadducees, Sadducees, that whole group, they're in the Shammai. Yeah. And think about it. He's getting more famous than them. The crowd is loving him more. And these are the people who should lead, like, should be an example, should lead the people, but now someone else is taking the lead. He's doing miracles. He's doing, so they really envy him. And this is why they made, they became also upset. Not only the Romans want to get him now, but the Sadducees, the temple guards, that but also I want, want to, to get him. To a further step than this, to another step of thinking, to widen our thinking. And allow me to read Mark 2, 27, 28. I'm going to share it because that answers our questions. <clears throat> and this is from the New Testament. If someone like to read it and then... <clears throat> so it's not important only the Hillel and the Shammai. There's more importance than that to yeah. our question. Okay, you said Mark 2, 27, 28. Correct. So then he said to them, the Sabbath was made for the sake of people and not people for the Sabbath. For this reason, the Son of Man exercises his lordship over the Sabbath. What do you think is this? What is trying Jesus trying to, to say? He came before the Sabbath was ever created. I mean, he was aligning himself with God. Um, Brilliant. You got he's, it. Yeah. So if he's God, he's allowed to do what he wants to do. Absolutely. You got <laughs> it. Very good. Yeah. And that he's the one that created it for the benefit of them and not for them to be 
it's like they control it. What I'm, it, he's controlling it, and it's meant to put in place for them to draw closer to him, not mm -hmm. not in like a legalistic way to entrap them. Brilliant, Maureen. And Jesus is telling them the Sabbath day was meant to be a blessing rather than a burden to those who observe it. And Jesus claimed that he must work on the Sabbath since he is equal with God. He healed in Sabbath too, whether Shammai or Hillel. Um, why do you think it is in, in this chapter that he brought up, Abiyah, is it Abiathar and David? Why did he bring them up? Again, yes. again. When he was eating. Like yes, when yeah, so in 20, verse 25 and 26, it talks, he brings up to them an answer to the to them that he brought up King David yeah. Yeah. eating the bread out of, yeah. you know, from the high priest, yeah. sacred bread. Why did he bring that up at that point? I've never understood why that was important. Because he's telling them, I am the new King David, but a different king. I'm not the one who conquers and fights, and I'm the one who shows you mercy and compassion and love and freedom. So Shabbat, we are the masters of Shabbat, not Shabbat is the master of us. Well, Jesus is trying to tell them with the New Testament that Shabbat day was made for our benefit. Sorry, Andre. So Shabbat is more a festive to enjoy God's like freedom, God's creation, God's mm -hmm. rest. Not the opposite, not to make it uh, like a difficult yoke, what to do, what not to do. This is what so to, add, to, yeah. to add to you, Tony, is that whether we Christians obey Shabbat or do not obey Shabbat, it doesn't matter. This is a minor thing that shadows Christ. Or we obey, it's the same subject when you ask me about the festivals, we get to the same point. Whether mm -hmm. we obey it or not, is not something critical for us. But I want to tell you from a personal experience, yeah. obeying Shabbat, even if you're the busiest place on earth, because God created heavens on earth and rested on the seventh day, there is something there that will organize all your week. Just don't do work. Rest, read Torah, don't do work. The Focus universe was created this way. We are created in this way. Even, even psychologically, even science-wise, they say if you rest one day of the week, you can be refreshed and give more. Here in the States, I see how they are hard workers. I've been in the States since a month, me and Tony. We got the busiest ever in our lives. I even forgot the times and the hours and the days. <laughs> and people are busy running from one point to another. I said, Tony, we are falling on that track. Be aware. It's, stress, it's, it's, stress, so, yeah. it's so different. I travel a lot. I'm really blessed. I've done a lot of international travel. And I always like one of, and it's so nice, but eating out in restaurants, you know, whether I was in Israel or Europe or something, it's so different. It's relaxing. And sometimes I'm waiting, waiting. I'm like, oh yeah, I have to ask them for the check here because <laughs> you just relax and you dine. But in the US, they want you in and out. They want to turn the table over, and a lot of times they will yeah. drop the check while you're still in the middle of the meal, so you don't even have to ask for it because they want you to pay and they want you to get out. It's not an experience. It's not meant yeah. to be enjoyed. It's just a relaxing. It's the whole lifestyle here is so 
difference. Like even I see what you're saying. It's a culture shock. Come and then we just get used to it again. They forget to like travel out of the country again. I'm like, oh yeah, people enjoy. They're encouraged to enjoy family and enjoy life in other cultures. See, even are here, Western culture. Even in the church, like coming to the church, I felt like stressed. Like, all right, order is good, but they give me specific time when I have to finish. I'm, I'm okay with that, but I want to pray more for the people. But again, the moment I entered until I left, I felt that oh, stress. I should be enjoying. I should be enjoying like teaching, but I felt stressed. <laughs> Because like I, so I have to finish. Structured, you mean? Like so structured? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Structure, structure is good, but I mean, I was stressed. I was stressed. Yeah. So when but you're you know, with, with the, the the observing of like you know Shabbat and stuff like that, I have mm. some some friends or acquaintances mm. I've known that are messianic. So not, yeah. not messianic yeah. Jews, not Jews that have become Christian. And accept Jesus, but believers that now go to messianic temples of believers because they believe that because Jesus didn't abolish the law and he came to fulfill it, right? Their interpretation of the scripture that we shouldn't be throwing out all of the Jewish traditions, cultures, festivals, Shabbat. But my experience after hearing this is they do it in a much more legalistic way. They they do kosher. You know, so they're interpreting, they believe in, so it's, it's very interesting. I'm like, okay, I, so they think my, that I tell you what just threw the Old Testament out the window. And yeah. so what's your, cause you guys aren't Jewish. No. You're Christian. Were you, did Was it generations ago your family was, was Jewish and then accepted? No, the, no, 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 no. Never no, were. We were always, we were always Christians. But. Uh, I tell you how I see it, like the Bible that says it. Okay, man is made like Shabbat is made for man, not meant for Shabbat. If the goal that you know we should be free from everything, we're not under any law, not under any boy. Like everything is the ultimate goal was was in Christ. Everything shadows Christ. So if the goal to keep Shabbat is bringing you closer to God. That's good. But if it's pressuring you, it's giving you a yoke, or it's like preserving. Because if I tell you what the Jews do today to keep Shabbat, you're going to be surprised, the religious Jews. So the point is, for me, the difference in Christianity, in Christ, we live under grace, we are free from everything. From the law, from, from, from everything. And we find everything in Christ. So the ultimate goal is Christ. There's a lot we can learn from keeping Shabbat, keeping Passover. But if if that order is controlling our lives or is Christ controlling our lives, that's mm -hmm. the difference. That's the fine line. You know, I right. think that's where what you're talking about, Maureen, because my, my master's degree is in Messianic Judaism. So I went to a Messianic Jewish church. And there's a difference between a Messianic Jewish church run by a Jewish convert into Christianity than there is from a, you know, a Greek thinking Christian who's trying to be Messianic. 
right. a totally different perspective on how those churches are run. I've only been, like, I've only been to the latter. I've only been yeah, okay. Christian the most going yeah. and bringing in Jewish <laughs> culture and tradition. Horribly legalistic, horribly yeah. legalistic. And then my experience of them, and I've been to many when I was in the study because I did that for years, but um, I chose to go to one that was um, a Hebrew rabbi who actually mm-hmm. converted to Christianity. And they, every celebration, everything was a celebration. So it's like what you're talking about. Everything was celebration. They got to celebrate what they were set free from. Mm-hmm. It was great. I mean, they still, you know, observe the feast and they still Absolutely. did Shabbat. And all that. But it was an absolute celebration of we are no longer under the law. Jesus came. Mm-hmm. And where you go to the other kind of Christian messianic and yeah. they're like, no, we're back under the law. We're back under the rules. We have to obey it all. We have to. And I have a a friend that we, every time I visit her, she's in Florida and she's of that persuasion. And she goes to a synagogue that is not Messianic. It's just a Jewish synagogue in uh, where she lives in Florida. And they are very legalistic to the rules kind of a thing. And so we have Shabbat at her house and it's like, you don't take a step outside the bounds of what's supposed to happen. Or it's like, you're doing it wrong and I get the lecture, you know, kind of a moment. So yeah. I don't know how you find peace in all of that other than I'd rather have the the Hebrew mind that said that says, we are free. Praise God, we get to do this. It's our history, but we're celebrating our freedom mm, rather than the bondage of the law, mm. which is what Messianic Christian I, Church do. I, I like you tomorrow. Tony, can I answer? <laughs> and I just want to say one sentence, Andre, and just one sentence. Usually, the those the Christians who become Jewish, like Messianic, get more Messianic than the Messianic themselves. So you're <laughs> right. absolutely right. So let me answer because I live in a Jewish religious neighborhood. I know what is Sabbath and how it's very, very, very legalistic. But what we are talking about right now, these questions were in the early church. And look what Paul said, because there were Jews that coming to Christ and becoming believing in him. Are they under the law or not? Guys, the same thing happened. So look what was the answer of Paul in Colossians 2.16. Therefore, do not let anyone judge you Mm. by what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival or the Jewish festivals. And you must celebrate for a Shabbat day. And look, verse 17. There are, these are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. So he answered them this. Everything should be focused on Christ. Okay, so he was talking to Greeks. You know, he, wasn't, he, was talking to, you know, he wasn't talking to Hebrew people here. So, yeah, he was talking to Colossians, the church in Colossia. Mm-hmm. Which is Gentiles, Gentiles, not Jews. Yes. They're Gentiles. They are asking. The Gentiles are asking if a Jew come, what they have to do. They're, they're having the same questions like us now. Yeah. So that's where he got to basically call Peter out, going, Hey, when you're with the Gentiles, you act like a Gentile. But then when the Jewish believers came, you compromised and threw mm-hmm. all the Gentiles under the bus, basically. 
and yeah. went back into legalism just to look good in front of the Jewish believers. So yeah, I would <laughs> let me yeah. answer you for the Aramaic, go another depth, another layer. I looked, I went to the lexicon just now to the Strongs in Aramaic. And this is Shabbat Hebrew. This is Aramaic, Shapto in Aramaic. Shin, Beth, Tau, Olaf, Shapto. And Aramaic from the Assyrian. And it's talking about the day of the rest of the heart. The intentions of the heart is here. Hmm. If you and having a day rest and the intentions of your heart were not focused, there is no need for the rest. It's not Shabbat. Mm. But if you're resting with the intention yeah. of the heart to be focused on God, your creator. Can I so add, Andre? Of course. So you're basically saying it's not all the ritual, obviously, <laughs> that they're following. Because if the intentions of their heart were not to rest in God, right. they, they were already violating the law. It was just an internal violation rather than an external expression, especially if they did all of the lighting the candles and all the things you're supposed to do. But so, wow, it's a very individual journey right there, not just a cultural one. Like in the Old Testament, Shabbat is mentioned 200 times. I want to show you how man evolved it in the Talmud which is like the commentaries on the Old Testament, it's mentioned 5,000 times. And today, Judaism, if I tell you the legalism of Shabbat, you won't believe it. It's that far extreme. Like, uh, you know, they should not start light a fire. And they got it so extreme to the point, I live in a Jewish neighborhood. And let's say, their electricity went down. There is a shortcut, and it was Saturday. They're not allowed to put it up. What they will do is they're going to look for a non-Jew, and they're going to come to my house, and they're not allowed to tell me why they need me, else they're going to break the Shabbat. I have to go with them and figure the problem and put it on for them again so that they don't break Shabbat. So they're getting it very extreme and i gave you just a simple example it it's it gets more like more worse than that i have many examples much much worse to the point not writing they don't want to write they don't want to create work you know writing for them is work and even hmm. more than that maybe we are all mature here so they're not allowed to good. use toilet papers you know, to tear a toilet paper to use, they're gonna yeah, use the papers that are already cut. Oh my so god! This is like just uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to go to yeah, go. Yeah, I lived um, like there was a uh, when I was young. I hated going over to my aunt's friend's house, like apartment complex. She lived in a, an Orthodox Jewish area, and in a high rise. And so on Saturday, well, I guess Friday night Shabbat, the elevators pre-programmed to stop at every other floor because they figured people could walk one floor Mm -hmm. at least because they wouldn't. I was just like, what in the world? They can't push elevator buttons. I just not understanding when I was little because it's considered. 
in hospitals, in hotels in Israel, there is a Shabbat elevator that goes one floor each time with you, so that they don't press it. So they can use yeah. the, I just think that's fascinating. They can use the elevator. Yeah, but, but not press to create. Yeah. Like, like yes, a spark, exactly. I guess, because it's considered a large, I don't know, something. It says it doesn't matter. Yeah. We'll be inside for Yeah, yeah, a spark. Yes, yes. So, Andre, you put up something that kind of just went in my brain. You you showed back to the root of the word. You put it, you, you highlighted the words to cease, desist, and rest. And what hit me on that, when you put that up, was the verse that came into my mind was the cast all your cares on him because he's caring for you. Mm-hmm. You know, the actual Shabbat is to get on that, that one day, you get to cast everything on him. He gets to carry everything, every care mm-hmm. you have, every worry, every need, doesn't matter what's financial, mental, spiritual, emotional, blah, 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 relational. Everything gets to be his in that one day. You can pick everything up you have to pick up the next day. But on that one day, it's to cease, desist, rest from all cares of the heart. Yes. It's not about the to-do. It's not and about the of it. But what do you, do you think maybe? I'm sorry, I'm going to throw this out there. But do you think maybe Jesus gave something, not Jesus, but God gave us some of those. This is what you do on the Shabbat. So that just becomes a routine and you don't have to worry about anything. It's just all prepared for you. You prepared in advance. So let go of worrying about what food am I going to make or where am I going to go or what am I going to do? And he just gave us a little box that we could stay in rest, not to box us in and take away and make it legal. But no, Mm -hmm. just to give us a place to be safe. Yeah, it's supposed to be enjoyable with your family, with your friends, pleasure, eating together. Like, again, as you said, not legalistic at all. Tamara, you are getting the mindset. You are getting to the level of the Hebraic. (laughs) It's only taken me 12 years. (laughs) Life is for learning, and learning is for life. I am so, so happy to be back in this again because I set it aside for several years, but this is just fun. Yeah. The Shabbat, like you are talking exactly this verse, for the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. This is what Jesus is trying to tell them. Yeah. The Aramaic mindset, what you just said. And we have to understand, to get back to the point, do Christians have to observe Shabbat or not? And you have to understand the Shabbat is a moral commandment. It will meaning it will never go away, and it is for our own good. Whether we preserve it or we don't preserve it, it's not the key. Because we're not saved by the law. We have the heart of Christ. Allows us to delight, to obey him during Shabbat. Okay, so here's another question about the Shabbat. Because, again, it's also legalistic, I guess, as well. So is it, if it's a heart posture, is it important then to God for Christians when Shabbat is? Or is it more just dedicating that one day a week to being in rest with the Lord, not yes. Friday to Saturday, you know? Cause... Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. For, for me, I take it on Sunday. For me, it's Sunday. 
So is Shabbat the same thing as taking a Sabbath? Yeah. It's taking the seventh day off, any day you want. Just to, to make a different day than the routine of your life. You see? It's to gather yourself. Mm-hmm. Your family, your friends. Enjoy because here they work seven days. Here they work awake in America, or they take the day off sometimes Sunday. But there's working places on Sunday still, restaurants and places. Right. And by the way, in the Roman, huh? Sorry, in the Roman period, Greeks thought Jews are lazy. They're not working on Saturday from Friday to Saturday evening. They don't understand what is there, why they're doing this. Mm -hmm. So anyway. But wow. in is yeah in Israel it's a good thing Shabbat everything shuts down everything no traffic even if you're aware that for the Jews they believe that the Messiah will come when he comes to Earth their Messiah he will appear on a Shabbat mm-hmm. and not only that yeah. only not only that now the religious Jews are trying to stop Shabbat to make Shabbat all over Israel. And they say, when all Israel observe Shabbat, this is where the Messiah will come. Where well, all the Jews. They are going to control when God, when God comes back. <laughs> yeah, when it comes back. So this is what they believe. It's like the same first century mindset of the Jews, religious Jews. And even they, I live in the heart of Me'a Sha'arim, which is the heart of religious Jews. Like my heart, because that's in Jerusalem. Church, was before Israel, so it happened that they lived in that area. But my point, sorry. you can hear them. You can f- actually they're very frightening when Shabbat comes. Oh, they get so angry, so upset. If even if I walk next to them, I'd be afraid because when yeah. they're together, they're strong, and even they shoot stones on on cars. This is breaking a Shabbat. You're not allowed to carry anything on Shabbat, but they're going to shout, they're going to spit on you. Like if you come with the car and the window is open, they're going to spit on you. It's, it's religious spirit. It's mm-hmm. a religious spirit. It's not mm-hmm. freedom. So it's bound you in the opposite. So this is why we are free. Uh, Shabbat is great. We can learn about it, but it's a different level now. Mm-hmm. It's more, it's more the, your intentions of your the heart. heart posture. That makes sense. Yes. It's, yes. It's... Even in their streets, Women and men should not walk together to that extent inside their neighborhoods. So I did a notice. group of men yeah. should go and a group of women should follow. Not. Yeah, I hope their eyes get open to their Messiah. I hope, I believe, like, one day their eyes going to be open and see the real Messiah. And then they're going to be like on fire for the Lord's cause. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, they're just bound by their religious space. Now, this is really good. I appreciate this because even still, I mean, having um, come through the the Messianic Jewish studies and so forth that I've done, and then still being in a touch point with people who are from the Christian Messianic side, and mm-hmm. it's it's good to hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the all the years of looking at this to not get it. I mean. Shabbat, I know, is powerful. Shabbat is something that never ends. God does not take that away. It is not a rule or law or whatever that has been put aside because Jesus came. It's it's like, you know, it reminds me of 
you know, the big old 600 and some rules that, you know, or whatever God said, all the rules, yeah, I'm reading through Leviticus and all those right now, but um, all the rules that were given about don't eat this and clean this and don't go there and, you know, all this kind of stuff. I know God in my understanding of it so far is just like Shabbat in some respect is that he gave it to us to set us aside to, because if you look at the culture, when those rules were given, people were dying of horrible diseases and God gave you a way out. Here's your natural mm -hmm. healing process. Wash your hands before you eat. You know, I mean, it's that simple, but all the things, I mean, he did it for our good. It's like, even in the new Testament where it says, you know, don't have sex outside of marriage because it literally rips your heart apart. It it takes you into this place of pain that God's trying to free you from, you know, all the rules of don't eat this and don't do that and don't eat pigs and don't whatever is for the purpose of setting them aside as a new creation, a new, new nation, a new people oh. apart from the diseases and the bad habits and the sin that was habitual and all the other cultures around them. And when I look at Shabbat from the place of, no, God gave it to that as a gift from creation. This is, this is him giving us the example of, no, spend one day just being free from all the worries and cares of this world because they're going to come. Absolutely. Just focus on me and let me be everything you need. And then it gives you the ability to go for the next six days. And then by the time seven day comes, you need me again. To spend and give all your cares away to. And I'm like, wow. I mean, God had so much in mind for us as frail human beings made out of dust, dirt, to be cared for and loved on and prepared for. And it just amazes me. This is how we have been made. So if this is how we've been created and made, when we stick to it, we can become complete in Him. If you be normal the rest one week a day, you get back. Even science proved it today. Anyway. But as you said, as you said, Tamara, it's like in Shabbat, you we should exercise our freedom mm -hmm. from our regular labor labors of each day. But now it's the opposite. In yeah, Shabbat, yeah. they're uh, they're wow. under. They're not free. What did you say? I like that you called it a moral law. Like what? What else would be categorized under that then? The, the six six hundred thirteen commandments. Oh, all of those that, laws now. You know yeah. what's interesting though is God gave it at creation. This is your day of rest. This is not a law. This is a way of being. But man in the religious system made it a law that just is there to torture people <laughs> I watch it torture people you know because it's like they can do the other six days they can just go out and do whatever and yes they may sit here 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 whatever they they live their life but boy on that day if they're if they're observing that religious portion of life um everything had better be in place and you've got to tear the toilet paper in advance whose job is it to stand in the toilet room the day before and rip all the toilet paper in to pieces so that people don't have to. I mean, think about that for just a moment. How ridiculous is that? 